Hello, Internet World. Thank you for tuning in to On the Shelf, a podcast by Raleigh, North Carolina's Quail Ridge Books Teen Advisory Board. Hello, everyone. We're back with another episode of On the Shelf. Um, There's actually a good bit of people that showed up today, which was kind of unexpected given Thanksgiving. It was sort of like last night. I was like, hmm, is anyone going to come? And I until two seconds ago, we didn't even know what we were going to be talking about today. So it came together pretty last minute. But um, we're going to be talking about winter books. Um, I think we might have done this last year, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, to sort of get us in the Christmas slash Kwanzaa slash Hanukkah slash other holidays slash no holiday spirit, uh, we're going to be um, talking about holiday slash winter books. Um, And before that, we can just get started with what we've been reading. All right. Hi, I'm Honora. Um, I'm currently reading All of Us Villains by Amanda Foodie and Christine Lynn Herman. And I got an arc of it a while back and I hadn't gotten into it yet, but I started reading it. I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I've read some of Amanda Foodie's other books that I really, really enjoyed. So yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm Carolyn, and as I was saying last week, I'm still reading Inheritance Games, or I actually am reading it now. Last week I was about to start, um, and it's really good. It's very twisty-turny, uh, very much like a fun mystery puzzle book, um, and it's really good, so yeah. Hi guys, it's Jada. I'm currently still reading The Cost of Knowing by Brittany Morris, but it has gotten really, really good, and I'm halfway through it, um, but yeah. I, I love it so far. Uh, hi, I'm Taylor. Um, as you know, because I was just talking. Um, for this week, I started reading actually The Sentence, which was a book mentioned last week, I think, in our Native Authors discussion. Um, I heard it mentioned, and then I was at Quail Ridge, and it was my birthday. So my dad was like, okay, I'll buy it for you. So I started reading that. It's really, really good. Um, so I'm really glad that I bought it. So to kind of kickstart us on our winter book discussion, we'll start with, I guess, our uh, typical book list where we just kind of say the books that we have read, the books that we want to read that sort of have to do with this topic before we kind of get into more of a discussion aspect. So I can go first because there's literally two books on the list. Um, one of them I have read and then one I've watched the show, but I haven't read the book. Uh, but the first one is Dash and Lily's Book of Dares by David Levithan. I'm probably not saying that right. And Rachel Kahn. I watched the show on Netflix, which I absolutely loved. And then, of course, my typical, I realized it was a book. So um, I'm, it's on my list and I'm going to read it, but I'm so sorry. It, that's my garage. I'm just going to wait until it closes. I'm so sorry. Okay. And then my second book on the list is 10 Blind Days by Ashley Elston. I have read this book. It was actually an arc from Quill Ridge, um, but that one was really good. I guess I'll give the synopsis. Pretty much this girl comes home from college for winter break and then her and her boyfriend break up. So her grandma comes up with the idea of having, I think leading up to Christmas, having 10 blind dates. Um, So like, um, 
every day her uh, relatives are in charge of the day and they pick the guy that she goes on a date with. So she goes on these blind dates and she then she realizes that she likes someone else, of course. But that one was really good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I said, two books. One I've read and one I haven't read, but it's on my list. So I can go. Um, mine are all books not read yet, but really want to read this year during winter. Um, the first one is The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern, which, like, I have not read it, but I've heard that it gives, like, all the fall, wintry vibes, just, like, cozy book, um, and I'm very excited to start it because it just seems super, like, magical and fun, um, and then the, um, another one is Let It Snow, yeah, Let It Snow by John Green, Maureen Johnson, and I'm like trying to look at the book, but I can't read the last name, but one other author that I have no idea who it is, but I've had that book for like two winters now, and I've meant to read it and just haven't, because I'm not a big like contemporary romance reader, but this year will be the year, um, and then my last book that I'd like to get to this winter is Circe by Don Miller because for whatever reason like mythology fun like cozy mythology stories just getting all the wintry vibes so yeah so um I can go next so um in terms of winter books I actually do have quite a bit that I managed to come up with which was kind of unexpected because when I first looked at the list I was like uh I don't know but uh the first one was C.S. Lewis um the first uh, Narnia book, uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, I just, I love this book so much. It's so, it's so cozy and so, I don't know, it's so wintry. Um, it's set in a place of eternal winter in Narnia. And I mean, honestly, I feel like all of the Narnia books could just kind of go well with winter, but this one particularly, because um, I mean, there's a, Santa as a surprise guest. So like, of course it's wintry. Um, but I really love this book. It's super cozy, super fun. Uh, the next one is so obvious. It's a Christmas Carol. So, wow. Oh my God. Congratulations. I came up with literally the most obvious book, but it's actually really good. I really, really like a Christmas Carol. Um, I read it for school in seventh grade, but then I think other, I think I've read it several other times in a couple different versions. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's such a classic, but it is very uplifting and it's very cheerful. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of ways that you can sort of engage with that book because like where I live, there's, um, there's, they do a show of it at a local theater every year. That's really funny and really great. Um, and I know there are movies, like a lot of different movie versions of it, including the Muppets version. So like, there are a lot of, it's such a classic that there are a lot of ways to sort of find new things about it um, if you've already read it before that. Um, another one that I really, really like is, um, or actually no, this is one that I want to read, is The Golden Compass um, is, I believe, in the series. Uh, now I'm forgetting the name of the series. I, I previously read part of it. Um, but The Golden Compass is part of sort of this fantasy theory fantasy series that I kind of started reading when I was little and I mentioned it on other um on other podcast episodes because I love the main character and I love um I loved what I did 
had read of it, but this one is sort of set in winter, I think kind of like Narnia. Um, if you look at the cover, it's got like a polar bear on it. So we know where it's going. But um, I really want to read that, especially because, yeah, his dark materials. Thank you. The name was completely slipping me. But yeah, I've been wanting to read his dark materials for, materials for a long time. And I feel like that's probably a good place to to start because, um, well, one, I believe it's the first one. But two, um, it's, it is set in winter. Um, and then um, uh, Let It Snow was also on my list by Maureen Johnson. It's the only John Green book that I have not read, or one of the only ones that I haven't read yet. I watched the movie. It was a really cute movie. So that one seems good. Um, and then um, the other one that I have read is called One by One. And it's by Ruth Ware, who I've talked about a lot on the podcast as one of my favorite mystery writers. But this one is super wintry because it's set in a chateau, like in a, um, not chateau, in a chalet um, in the Swiss Alps. And it's sort of this murder mystery where it's like this really close setting. There's a snowstorm and all of the people, it's all these people from this really high powered company um, that are staying in this um, chalet. And it's set from the perspective of, I believe it's sort of like the hostess um, who's supposed to be taking care of them. Um, And they're slowly getting killed off one by one. And she's trying to figure out who's doing it. So you know, it's set in the dead of winter. So it's definitely got that feeling. Nice. So I guess I will go. So I didn't know what the prompt for this meeting was until five minutes ago. So I don't really have that many wintry books, but I do agree. Um, Line the Witch in the Wardrobe because it's a classic and also, you know, winter. But um, for some reason, um, a part of me associates just like a lot of just like mystery or true crime stuff I read with just like the winter time because it's just like the darker and kind of like colder season so you would think of like the people that have darker personalities and just like the things that they do um and yeah so one of the ones that I'm at least at least books that I am going to get through that are kind of like true crime in the winter season. One of them is In Cold Blood, which I'm reading for school. And this one is, is nonfiction about um, like a murder of a family that in this like really small town that just came out of nowhere because um, when we had relatives over, um, my uncle was talking about when he first read this book and it was kind of... Um, like jarring to him because no one was really murdered like if someone got murdered it was a big deal as to now when it seems like people like you can get killed anytime it was really like rare and it was a big event when it happened and it's just like I don't know it's really interesting I'm liking it it's also obviously like it's sad because it's about like a true crime but um it is interesting to just seeing like how the town is reacting and going about all of it um and then another one I think I'm gonna try to read I don't remember the plot entirely but I got um I got a, an arc of it at some point I guess the last time I went to Coil Ridge called Very Bad People by um Kit Frick and it's basically um the main character her mother drowned after driving the family van into a lake with all of her kids inside and basically it seems like there's you know kind of the typical YA staple of like going to a boarding school uh, with like tension and um 
and also having being like haunted by her past when I think someone else dies um but yeah and it seemed interesting I'm I'm almost I'm always up for a good murder mystery um you know yeah I'm sorry I I've not brought my A game today but um I just have a few few things on my list yeah that is totally okay guys just forgive us I don't think all of us are on the top of our game it was just Thanksgiving it's been a time but um yeah it's funny I think that we've had conversations similar to this several times before and every single time mystery always comes up as a thing that's really related to winter um which is really interesting I actually listened to a podcast one time that was about the origins of crime over Christmas um it started during the golden age of crime fiction it's really interesting um but yeah so my next question um I think we kind of asked this a lot what sort of defines a winter book I know that we have kind of talked about this a little bit before and I think the answer that we kind of came up with back then when we did talk about it was sort of mystery um so I I think if you could do your best to maybe focus on a different aspect of it um I I personally I can go first because I have something that I kind of have been thinking about with winter books which is that um I think the best ones focus a lot on family um and that's that's such a Christmas thing um and I think I think it's just a holiday thing in general um I I can't tell you for sure about other holidays around the around winter time but I think they all sort of focus a lot on family it's a time that you talk about it a lot um but you know I was thinking about like Narnia is about siblings that you know have they aren't super close in the beginning of the novel but by the end they kind of are and A Christmas Carol is about family in a lot of ways. And I feel like, um, I don't know. And um, I guess I just think that winter books, it's the same way that it's a time that, you know, people think of dark things. And so they think of mysteries. I think it's also a time that people sort of come closer together um, in sort of a colder, like, I don't know, quote unquote, scarier time. Like, I mean, back in the day, if you think about it, winter was like actually legitimately dangerous. So, I mean, that does kind of make sense why that would be when you would think about that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, I kind of noticed a lot of family vibes. Yeah, I, um, I, I agree with you 100% about how a lot of it, it's kind of um, one or the other. It's really about like, the warmth of like family or a group of people getting closer together or it's like the complete opposite with just like darkness and like scariness which we've touched upon with like murder mystery because it really seems to like alternate one or the other but like certain books will um lean heavily more to one but they'll have like aspects of the other um but yeah it's it really just seems kind of split whereas um books we might associate with other seasons seem to be a bit more like across the board of various um like tropes and um like types of narratives so for me when I think of like a winter book of course I think about romance (laughs) given that that is really the main genre that I read but I always think about you know Christmas and like falling in love Christmas and you know going around on Christmas time doing Christmas activities being under the mistletoe you know typical stuff like that but I it's either 
a winter book is either like the holiday slash Christmas or something romance related and I don't know why but usually when it's like a romance I think about New York because like New York has like a lot of really fun festivities to do um during Christmas like Dash and Lily is based in New York um and like also too New York is really big so like you just have like you know something in Manhattan something in Brooklyn like just like all over New York I don't know but yeah, normally romance or just Christmas time in general. Um, but I definitely do see the family aspect as well because both of the books that I listed have a lot of family like time and growing closer with family and just spending quality time together. So I see that aspect a lot as well. Uh, for me, I think of like a romance, just like a fun, wholesome, cute romance, but also like something cozy and magical. I think a lot during Christmas because like Christmas time is cozy or like around the holiday time it's cozy and magical and wintry um and so I think of like that like how I want to read Night Circus during December because it just sounds like fun and magical that's typically what I think of along with like family and like friendship aspects of books yeah I agree with everyone, um, especially what you said, Caroline, like, I definitely like the whole magic kind of aspect. I think around Christmas, I get into this vibe where I just kind of want to read all of these books that remind me of like my childhood whimsy. And I'm like, oh, you know, sort of, um, you know, like Narnia, things like that. Um, I really get into that vibe over Christmas. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, there is a reason they call it the magic of Christmas, which I don't know if that I don't know if there's a saying similar for other holidays around wintertime, but yeah, there's definitely a magic vibe. Um, so then our next one is, um, do you have any books that you sort of read with family over, um, over the holidays, if you celebrate any holidays? Or, I mean, it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be a Christmas book or something about Hanukkah or whatever holiday you celebrate. It can just be a book that you read um this time of year every year or one that you read with family anything like that as a kid we would read um the night before christmas or whatever the book is called the night before christmas but yep that's correct (laughs) Uh, so for me, no. Um, I'm trying to think. We would, of course, um, I've heard of the story now before Christmas, but I never really like sat down and like read the holiday book like when I was a child, like every winter Christmas or whatever. Um, and then even now, there really isn't a specific book that or a, like winter books that I read um, every year. So I guess my answer is no. I I actually kind of do well I haven't completely like sat down and read them for a few years just because of like various situations but um and one of them was the night before Christmas um my grandma before she passed away she did like one of those versions where you can like record your voice like into the book while you're reading it that she sent it to me and I um especially when she gave it to me I'd like listen to it all the time because 
um she's my dad's mom and we would always spend like Christmas and those holidays with my mom's family so I I would never get to see her so like I would always like play it and like listen to it and be like ah that's that's fun um and especially now that she's passed away I like having it because it's like um continue like it's you know it's her voice so that's nice and another one that um my mom would read to me every year that I have she bought me my own copy of it which is somewhere it's it's called Big Susan and it's basically about this like family of of dolls that are living in this dollhouse and um the like the girl who owns the dollhouse is named Susan and they always talk about like how every Christmas she gives them all of these like little gifts that they find and it's just like it's it's a story for little kids but it's just like a really sweet story with with like the family vibe and like the warmness and just yeah it's just super sweet and it really um it's one of like the biggest memories I have from my childhood of like Christmas time um but yeah so that that's all I have for that question yeah that sounds actually pretty similar to my answer um there are sort of a lot of books that I especially because like I grew up reading so much books that my parents would kind of read to me. And now that I sort of like to read on my own or with my parents or with my family um, every year, my favorite one is the best Christmas pageant ever, which if you have not read that book, it's, and honestly, I mean, I don't, you don't have to celebrate Christmas to find this book hilarious. Cause it's just so funny. It's this book. Um, it's about these kids um well it's set for the main character of these two kids um brother and sister and they're they're putting on a christmas pageant for their church and there's this family this is set in like the it was written in like the 1980s but there's this family of like completely wild and crazy kids that live sort of in their house uh, not in not in their house in their town um and there's like all these urban legends about the horrible things that these kids have done. And there's like 12 of them and they're always everywhere and they're absolutely awful. And somehow they end up wanting to be in the Christmas pageant too. And then it becomes this whole big thing. And it's, it's really funny. Um, just like the description of these kids and told from the perspective of a little kid, it makes it really funny. So that one is really fun to read every year. Um, I always used to read, there's this picture book. I don't know if you've ever heard of Eloise. Um, Yes, Honora is nodding her head very vigorously. She's, um, it's this picture book series that, so it's this picture book series about this girl who's very glamorous and she lives in New York City and she's like, she's like eight years old, but she thinks she's 25 and she, um, she uses all of these big words and she's very glamorous and she eats very fancy things and it's, um, so her Christmas picture book is like her preparing her Christmas gifts for everyone. But it's so funny because she's like this little girl and she's super high maintenance and super high energy, but she thinks she's so fancy. Um, so those are really, really fun to read. Um, and then, oh, yes. The other one that I read on my own usually is we have this big, um, like almost picture book style nutcracker book. And it's the story of the Nutcracker, like the full story, but then it's got pictures from like the North Carolina, not North Carolina, from like the New York City Ballet doing the Nutcracker. So you read the story, but then there's all these pictures from uh, the, from the different parts of the ballet. And 
I used to love it when I was little because I did ballet a lot, but now I just, I still love it because all the pictures are so beautiful and I love the story so much. Um, okay, so our last kind of question, which I think we've kind of gone off of asking this question, but I really like it, is kind of where do you like to read books in the winter? Um, we might have answered this um, the last time that we had this discussion, but I don't know. I, I personally enjoy the fire myself, but yeah. Do y'all have a cozy spot, I guess is what I'm asking. Mine honestly is my room, but if I had a fireplace in my room, that would be like the ultimate like setup um, setting. But of course the fireplace is in downstairs. I really don't like to read downstairs, just kind of like distractions, the TV, you know. Um, but I would say my room and... Honestly, I think that's literally, I read in my room, like, sometimes I'll read, like, in my bonus room, like, where I am now, but my room, honestly, I'll, like, turn on my lava lamp, put on, like, some music, kind of get a vibey, kind of, but my room, honestly. Yeah, um, I have a loft bed where just, like, I spend the most of my time because it takes up, like, a huge portion of my room, so there's not, um, much where else I could go but um it's also nice because I can kind of just like hide in the corner and read whatever I want and then I don't have someone like looking over my shoulder going like when are you reading so you know it's pretty good like year-round spots just chill obviously like that's where I do all of these um just because I have my whole setup up here like I could pretty much just live up here if I wanted to um but but yeah my room (laughs) My favorite reading spot isn't cozy and not suitable for the winter because I like to read on my front porch, um, which gets cold, so not anymore. But uh, probably on my couch downstairs is a good place. Um, It can be very distracting when people are like moving around, but also it's comfortable. Um, Or we have like two round swivelly chairs that I also like to read in. So any of those places. Um, So I have very specific spots for winter because it's the only time of year and I'm very, I'm very um, easily cold. So I always want the fire on, even if it's like the dead of summer, but of course I can't do that. It's like, it's a gas fire. And so my parents are like, please don't turn the fire on if you don't need to. But um, so winter is the time that I'm allowed to do that. So then I'll always like get my blankets and pile on the blankets and get my books and sit in front of the fire. Um, And especially really nice when I have family over like for Thanksgiving, I sat there and it was like during the Macy's Day Parade when people were, we were all waiting for lunch to be ready. So we were all just like sitting around watching the Macy's Day Parade and I got my little books and I sat curled up near the fire. So that's, that's really fun for me and super cozy. But yeah, um, I don't, think I have any other questions than that um thank you guys so much for being willing to to have an episode the day well not the day after Thanksgiving but pretty close after Thanksgiving um and I know everyone has to go back to school tomorrow so I'm sorry about that but yeah thank you guys so much for coming I hope everyone who's listening had a really great Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving um that you have a really great holiday season um And also that you, you know, get to read a lot of fun winter books and find some nice cozy places to read them. 
Um, so I guess we can just say bye now. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>